0: I'm here at COP15 with Sabrina Masinjila who is with the African Center for Biodiversity based in South Africa. Sabrina herself is based in Tanzania and is here at the COP15 in Montreal and is going to tell us a bit about the work she's doing and what are some of the main goals at the COP. Let's start with an introduction, just tell me what do you do and what is the kind of work that the African Center for Biodiversity
1: does. Thank you so much, Zara. Um, as introduced, i um, Sabrina Masinjila, and I work at the African Center for Biodiversity based in Tanzania. And the African Center for Biodiversity is a research and advocacy organization, and we work on dismantling inequalities uh, within the food system. And we also work around three main program areas on seed sovereignty, opposing corporate capture and control of our food systems, and also on GM and biosafety. So we here at the COP have been following um, the Convention on Biological Diversity discussions for a number of years. This year especially has been important because of the adoption of the Global Biodiversity Framework, which is a global deal to starve off the declining a uh, Loss of biodiversity that is happening at a very alarming rate, according to also the assessments done by the international panel on biodiversity, IPBES, which you know reports which are released a few years ago. These discussions haven't started this year; they've started at, at least two years ago. That's why it, it's called the post-2020 biodiversity framework. But uh, due to COVID disruptions, the meetings have been postponed. And now, at least with the opening up of countries uh, and movement of people, then we now this um, December, the COP15 is now the opportunity to pass uh, this global deal. Okay,
0: so this is kind of a, a wide framework for biodiversity, that's going to determine the next that uh, years rather, yes. is that correct?
1: Yes. So this is like um, the predecessor, the Aichi targets, as um, some of people might know, were also focused on you know reducing the drivers or like the declining biodiversity, but uh, some th- the Aichi targets didn't fulfill you know the what they were intended to do. Know, like they've come to a conclusion, then they have, de- they have to develop a new global deal, which is the post-2020 global biodiversity. And according to the vision and the mission, then the global biodiversity deal has to, you know, it has um, targets up to 2030, but also uh, living in harmony with nature up to twenty fifty
0: so what are you specifically going to be following in these discussions
1: For for us key has been the the focus on the targets which are at least i think there are twenty one targets so far which are wide ranging but also sort of interconnected with each other um, so we view it as a whole package not and just not as a piecemeal uh, looking at it as from a peaceful point of view but importantly there have been several targets that we are keen and have been monitoring including target 3 which is uh, an apex target of the global biodiversity framework and it uh, deals with um, setting aside 30 percent of sea and 30 percent of land areas for protection then there's target uh, 7 which is on pollution and specifically, we are also monitoring the pesticides, which is also pollutes a lot of our soils and water. Um, then we've we've been following also target eight, which is on climate, and then there is target ten, which is where ACB has you know also focuses much because it's it speaks on agriculture, and our focus has been to see. Um, the inclusion of agricultural biodiversity and agroecological approaches, um, the inclusion of smallholder farmers, uh, indigenous people, women, as a key towards um, the contribution towards agrico- agricultural biodiversity, but, but there is also Target 17, which deals with uh, biotechnology. One of the key uh, programs for us is monitoring what is happening within the biotechnology world, especially when it comes to GMOs and new emerging technologies such as synthetic biology. But specifically, I think for today, we are also just focusing on target 10, which is on agriculture.
0: Okay. So that's a lot of different issues that are in this framework. I mean, of course, it's a framework, so there's so many different aspects. But let, let's talk more about this uh, target 10. So you say that you want to focus on having agroecology and agricultural biodiversity in this target. What's the challenge with that? Are there people who are opposed to this? Um, Is it difficult to include this kind of language in the text?
1: So, yeah, um, I think for us, we were, when it came to the, the draft text of the post 2020 GBF, Um,
0: GBF is Global Biodiversity Framework Yes
1: Yes So (laughs) we unfortunately As um, references on agricultural Biodiversity were missing And we know that One of the major drivers For biodiversity loss Is actually The kind of uh, food systems That we have currently Global food systems That we have Which is based on Industrialized um, farming Um, You know value chains uh, corporate capture and corporate control so it's highly corporatized monopolies within the food systems so we we know that you know industrial agriculture is you know one of the biggest drivers of biodiversity loss and the only way to remedy this is through adoption of um, agricultural biodiversity or agroecological and agroecological principles or approaches which are key for ensuring the diversity that we need in our food system, food and agricultural systems. When we tried, when parties tried to include uh, agriculture by diversity in reference to agroecology and smallholder farmers, then there have been parties that are are opposing to this. It's because of, you know, uh, business as usual and the uh, trying to maintain the status quo on what is happening currently in the food in within food systems and this has been a challenge and the we understand that there are countries that are uh, protecting you know like the corporates so they will want language in that is uh, opposing uh, agroecology and agricultural biodiversity. So, that has been one of the biggest challenges in ensuring that agroecology and agricultural biodiversity is part um, of the, is made reference to in, in the global biodiversity framework.
0: Just very quickly, can you tell me what, how you define agricultural biodiversity and agroecology?
1: Agricultural biodiversity is, um, I would define it as a subset of biodiversity which includes uh, v- you know the variety or you know like the diversity, genes, species, uh, microorganisms and you know all those inv- within the food and agriculture landscapes or uh, ecosystem and agroecology is a is a way of farming that um, takes into account, you know, the social ecological aspects. So it's not just a type of farming, but it also incorporates the social, uh, the whole social and economic aspects within, you know, that that farming, uh, and it uses whatever is within the ecosystem, and very little external inputs, like for example, as opposed to industrial agriculture, which you have to use synthetic chemicals and pesticides, but within an agroecological setting, you use what is in there, you produce and very use of external inputs within the farming system. But it also has uh, key principles, which also respect the environment, but also respect the smallholder farmers.
0: So it seems like this target 10 is about two opposing ways of approaching agriculture. One that uh, values and appreciates biodiversity and smallholder farmers, and the other one is very much corporate-led. So what would happen if the approach of agricultural biodiversity is not included in the framework? What would be the result or the impact of this?
1: I think it's it's going to be to have detrimental effects, uh and it would further entrench the kind of farming that we have that such as, you know, that as we mentioned, industrial agriculture. And it blocks us from transitioning away from the drivers of biodiversity loss. In the end we will still end up with, you know, declining biodiversity and it won't address any of the issues that we we are raising because you know if we continue as business as usual then it means that we you know we won't have a deal that you know addresses the key issues and what has brought us here importantly is to urge you know governments to take into account you know some of the recommendations that civil society organizations are putting forward i know there are some ca- governments that are key in seeing agroecology approaches into the into Target 10, and I think you know such political will is what is needed to ensure that um, charts a pathway towards the shifting away from industrial agriculture and towards uh, transitioning towards you know socially just and ecological food systems.
0: You know we see a lot as the biodiversity crisis worsens that a lot of uh, words like even agroecology and sustainability and all sorts of other words become actually co-opted by powerful corporate interests or um, you know companies that are actually interested in industrial agriculture, for instance, but are able to co-opt uh, words like agroecology in order to well, perhaps in order to make people think that they are actually caring for the planet and for biodiversity. So is this a trend that you've noticed? And is there, you know, do we need to be wary of the word agroecology and how it's applied?
1: Yes, I think, yeah, what it, what makes it different? The co is there and it, it has always been there. I think, you know, since when you look at, you know, agriculture and the interest, the corporate uh, interest that uh, lies therein then when they see that they, there is a movement you know especially arising from the civil well, food sovereignty movement that is challenging what the corporates are pushing for you know they reinvent themselves and they say that oh now we're going to adopt this just to appease the other side but I, I think what makes it different if for example some of these co opted words, such as agroecology, what makes it different is that within agroecology we already have uh, defined principles and approaches. And so, definitely, of course, we, we have to be wary of um, this co option, but also just to be able to distinguish between w- um, what they say and what what the reality is.